Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Andy, how are you doing, man? Hello, man. What, you've been at Glastonbury or something? What's that about? Yeah, keep on trucking, man. Uh. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh? Hey, you've not got a, you've not got a message on your t- on your. It's in fact, it's not a t-shirt. It's a sweatshirt. No, it's a t-shirt. It's Is a t-shirt. It? It's the same one I had on last time. Yeah, it's been washed. In case you were wondering. And you selected it out of your wardrobe this morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got a t-shirt, and it says this. This boot is made for talking. Yeah, and the, what about the boot, it? The boot has got an open mouth, and there's a speech bubble coming out, and it just says quack quack quack. Yeah, does you did it's it not nice. amuse you? It you does. got a smile on your face. I have got a smile on my face. There's a smile in my voice as well. You can probably hear. Now listen up, Andy. Yes, man. You big Mac and bastard, right? Um, I'm just getting it's just getting more and more into my country music. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's unstoppable, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sing you a song, you know, by way of a nice intro. Let's have a bit more country music, Andy. Why not? All right. Well, I, what I'll say to you is take it away. Three, two, one. I'm still listening to that fucking country music. Trying hard to make my mind less fucking bent. I've been flogging blue drink to the local children Trying to help myself pay off my fucking rent I've been drinking the juice from tin hot dogs I've been down the local tip a thousand times Looking for a lady who likes a cowboy And also likes her hot dog and fucking brine I'm that poor funky, I'm that bright as a spark, I'm Andy Dawson, I'm pissing on shadows. Shadows in the fucking dark. <laughs> I've been on the beach at Roker looking for winkles. <laughs> I've been collecting dog dirt on the A19. I keep hoping all day for a fucking miracle Like waking up to find I'm wearing skinny jeans Come on, Andy I'm that punky I'm that brightest spark I'm Andy Dawson I'm pushing on shadows Shadows, shadows In the fucking dark See, that's country music, Andy. That's country music at its finest. <laughs> Loved that <laughs> very much. Once again, thanks to the pop star, Frank Turner, for yeah. providing the music for us. Very much so. There was hey, no country in Western at Glastonbury, Andy. Sorry, just to, to there segue wasn't any. in. No, I watched everything and there wasn't any country in Western. Um, no? There was a couple. 
couple of lasses who were a bit country, but they didn't have the the heft, you know, like no, I've got. No, they didn't have. They weren't wearing cowboy hats. No, well, you uh, need all the, that shit. Did you watch your Glastonbury, Andy? I watched quite a bit of Glastonbury. Uh, I'm still catching up on it because I was doing other stuff. I was actually <laughs> on Friday night when Glastonbury was first on. I was at the uh, the rap party for the film I've been making. No, um, Phil, um, um, Nick. Um, um, <laughs> that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, You're just trying to get into this um, showbiz club, aren't you? Well, I was given ten credits for the showbiz centre when I arrived at the rap party. Go, well, you need hundred credits before you can get in. As a right, I'm building them up though. I'm building them up slowly and steadily. So I didn't say Glastonbury on the Friday night, but I watched bits like on um, catch up. But I watched. I loved McCartney's set. On Saturday yeah. night, absolutely loved that. I loved the fact that he just did loads of stuff that nobody would have ever guessed he was going to do. <laughs> I think I think he just basically randomly he had some kind of random selection machine from his back catalogue. Yeah, he's he, playing the postcode lottery theme, and then he's playing yeah. 1985 and all oh, just great stuff. Loved it was that. good stuff. Quite emotional, wasn't it? The um, mm. I felt this year was the first year where I only knew about maybe three percent of the people performing. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm an old fella. Obviously, I wouldn't. You but are. Yeah. I tried to. I tried to have a look, sniff around, and mm. I liked a, a, a band group called the Avalanches. You might like oh, to have yeah. a look at that. The, the Avalanches. Yeah, their their first hit was in about 2001, I think. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a very very new modern group for you to be getting into there. <laughs> yeah, I like the Avalanches. I watched. Uh, I really like Crowded House. Crowded House. Yeah, it's were got good. some good tunes. Listen to yeah. us two lighted Crowded House. Paul McCartney. What? Yeah, and? Did you watch Kim Al Lendrick? Kendrick Lamal? <laughs> Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. No, I recorded him because I was watching Pet Shop Boys, but I've, I'm going to watch Kendrick Lamar tonight after I've watched Love Island. I've heard he put on a good show. Yeah. Do you know what I enjoyed most was um, that Geordie fella, Sam Fender. Sam Fender, he's I good. I just enjoyed yeah. it. He loved being there. It was great. Yeah. yeah, big fan of this podcast, apparently, Sam Fender. Is he? Oh, well, yeah. good for Sam. Listen up. Do you good like Run Flat Tyres, mate? Do I like what? Do you, what do you think of Run Flat Tyres? Run Flat Tyres? Were they on at Glastonbury? <laughs> Very good. No, Run Flat Tyres. What are they? Oh, forget it. Did it. BMW do them a lot. The tyres, that if they get a puncher, you can still drive on them. How the fuck am I meant to know about what BMWs do? <laughs> Look at us. Okay, I'll leave it. What do you want from me anyway? No, go on. Tell us why. Yeah, well, I, like I, got... the idea, I like the idea of them, yeah. Go I got a bit of a grudge, Andy, because I went onto the drive and the wife's car had a flatty. Right. That's a good thing to say, isn't it, a flatty? Oh, a flatty, man, you yeah. got a flatty. Uh-huh. And um, so I took it down to the garage, which is only mm. about 150 yards away, yeah? Mm. Only to find out that because I'd driven it, yeah, you know, only those matter of yards, the tyre's now defunct. How flat was it? Was it proper flat? It was middle for diddle, you know, it was sad. Right. Like a medium soft pillar. So it needs a new tyre, basically, or is the wheel fucked? No, the wheel, actually, the wheel was fucked, but that's another story. Listen up. <laughs> Listen that was a up. good segment. It, it's great to be alive, isn't it? No, the run flat section was shit, but I didn't know that you had no knowledge of run flats whatsoever. I thought you might be able. I was going to say, is, is the garage telling me the truth? Could I actually yeah. have used the tyre? Because it's on my mind, but you, you don't, you have no idea, do you? You never know. You never know with the garage. Sometimes I take my car at the garage, and then a couple of weeks later, something else goes wrong with it. And I wonder, I wonder, that's all I'm you, saying. 
Yeah, but it's good to be alive, Andy, isn't it? you got to have oh, an attitude it's of so gratitude. so good to be alive. That's, that's the best way. Listen up, what have you got for me? I've got some questions from me kids. Go on, if then. If you want them, from me quads. Uh, oh, Callum, uh, Connor, um, Jick, and um, Mike. Um, yeah, so they've been putting some questions to you. They're all quite motoring related as well, weirdly. They're weird, that, isn't it? Not, nothing about the, was it the run flat tyre. Yeah, the run flat tyre. Look into it, Andy. We'll discuss it on another occasion. Yeah, we'll do a run flat tyre special. Yeah. Uh, questions from the quads. Number one, Uncle Bob, as they weirdly call you. Uncle Bob, when you're driving on a dual carriageway or motorway, do you like to stay in the outside lane the whole time? Or are you not a cunt? Ooh, you got there's a grudge. We're a bit grudgy this morning, motoring grudges. I like to stick to the centre lane. So, I like to I like to go on the inside lane as often as possible because it's almost kind of like being smug. Yeah. No, I'm enjoying the inside lane at the moment, Andy. I've got it's it's a mental thing, a psychological <laughs> thing, isn't it? Being happy it's going the, 55, you know, it's all right. It's an age thing, I think, as well. Maybe. Yeah. Slightly fear the speed. There's no hurry. It's just it's good to be alive. If I said, do you fear the Swede? Would you think of the vegetable or the nationality? Do you fear the uh, Swede? I would think the nationality. The nationality. Do you fear the Swede? I don't at the minute, no. No? I fear the Austrians. Uh, even though I'm actually referring to the turnip-type vegetable. Oh, I don't fear that at all, no. Not at all. Not I, at I, all? I, I fear the Austrians, I'll say that. I don't know why, but I do. Yeah. I fear an Austrian with a moustache and a, and a thick thigh. Yeah. Think, what, yeah so what's, he got, what's he building yeah. there, you know, in that shed? <laughs> yeah. What's his long-term agenda? <laughs> uh, yeah, another one. When you're parking in a designated bay, e.g. a supermarket, do you try to make sure you're parked right up against either of the white lines, or are you not a massive wanker? Ooh, listen to you. Be kids, not me. Hey, what do they say? Take a chill pill, kids. I suppose it's not easy being, one, being quads, is it? Um, do you know what? I'm mind. a little bit obsessed with getting me positioning right, Andy, a little bit. Me too. I walk away yeah. from the car and I see that it's about maybe anything over five inches out and I have to go back. I can't live with myself. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's like a social responsibility, isn't it? Um, finally, final question from the kids. Um, Uncle Bob, when you're buying petrol, do you only pull up at a pump that is on the same side as your petrol tank cap or are you not a fucking idiot? <laughs> Listen up, Andy, you might not believe this. You might think I'm pandering to you, but I'm a little bit obsessed <laughs> with doing the exact reverse. Yeah, I like so you stretching. can use the long, reach, the long reach hose. Even if it's not long reach, I like getting it just right so that, you know, it's in line yeah. with me petrol cap. Um, and yeah. I can't remember failing up till now. Mm -hmm. But you're right, some people just they won't touch them, will they? No, morons. Fair enough. Thanks for answering them questions. Really appreciate hey, well, that. Well, you've yeah. got a bit of a grump on Andy, but do remember it's good to be alive. There's a lot of oh, it's great to be alive. A lot of stuff going on. You know, you've enjoyed. What's going on? You're back in the championship with your team, your stripey team. Yeah, yeah. Talking of footy. Yeah, what? At the moment, and apologies to both all Middlesbrough and Sunderland fans. At the moment, I've got us finishing sixth, us finishing seventh and eighth. Really? Yeah, I'm just I'll hope, take that. I'm waiting to look for some transfers. You know, we might we might yeah. improve on that, both of us. I was in a little tea room, Andy. Mm -hmm. Last week was doing my fishing show up in Yorkshire. Oh, yeah. A little tea room in Pickering. 
Oh, so, I was talking about Pickering with my mate on Saturday night. Yeah, so that, that, that's a nice place um, to be in a little tea room in, isn't it? Pickering. Pickering. Yeah. So I suddenly became aware, what a chance is this, that the person in front of me in this little tea room is none mm. other than Lord Patrick Bamford, the Leeds United. <laughs> He's there getting himself um, some refreshments. So obviously I listened I, in. I've got to say, Pickering does feel like a Patrick Bamford kind of place. <laughs> Where do you fancy going today, um, Patrick? <laughs> Pickering. Oh, not Pickering again. I want to go into steam trains. <laughs> First, anyway, so the lady, I'll tell you how it went. The lady says, Are you, Chuck? What can I fetch thee? Can I be chance? <laughs> was, she, was, she from the, was she from the 19th century? <laughs> I'll try that again. All right, Chuck. What can I fetch thee? I don't know where she's from. She was an odd one. Can I have a chance acquire a frothy coffee, medium, with Huxley shot of Huxpresso and Finneman Finkels? <laughs> e, thou, thou bamboozled me, uh, bamboozled me there, flower. Can you repeat that? A frothy coffee, medium, with Huxley shot of Huxpresso and Finneman Finkels. Um, what's, uh, Yorkshire, uh, oh, what's Finneman Finkels? That's Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> What, Frinham and Frinkles? No, that's not right. Uh, Yorkshire. Come on, Andy, help us out. What's Yorkshire? Didn't, uh, didn't you grow up near Yorkshire? You're all right. Uh, what's Frinham and Frinkles? What Frinham and Frinkles when I'm at home? That's not bad. Frinham and Frinkles? Dusty Finman for the top of the frothy coffee. Um, it, sorry, Chuck, it just sounds like gobbledygook to me. Oh, it's simple. You put a Huxpresso in the cup, then take some milk and froth it up with a frothy pipe. Pour it on top of the Huxpresso and then it's a frothy coffee. When it's assembled, you finkle some Finneman dust on, then hey presto, frothy coffee with Finneman Finkles. <laughs> yeah, sorry, maybe it's just me being a balm cake, but I have no idea what they're on about. Well, Andy, I thought I should help out at this point, so I said, I think what he wants, uh, love, is a medium cappuccino with cinnamon sprinkles. Is that right, Lord um, Bamford? Yes, I believe you're right. A frothy coffee medium with extra shot of Haxpresso and cinnamon sprinkles. <laughs> All right, greatly right. Do, do you want any cake or pastries with that? Have you got any frothy cake? <laughs> you, no, sorry, never even heard of that. What about lemon whistle cake? Never heard of that, neither. Oh, what about a crescent? Nope, never heard of that. That's the other assistant who's from Somerset, Andy, who replied then. Yeah. Oh, OK, what about a rubbery ruffin? Nope, never heard of that. Oh, will you know shitbread? Nope. <laughs> oh, never mind, I'll just have the frothy coffee with cinnamon sprinkles. And off she went to make his drink. And it was a shame, actually, because as he carried his coffee to the table, he banged his knee on one of them little high chairs and um, his foffy coffee spilled all over his jodpers. Oh. So they reckon he's going to miss pre-season and the first six matches. That so. sounds like a yeah, that's a nasty one for him, that. There's a nasty injury, injury that, isn't it? Yeah. An interesting thing to spill your coffee on, though, isn't it, Andy? Jodpers. Jodpers, mm. But again, not unsurprising for Patrick Bamford, I guess. Yeah. So that was a nice little bit, little slab of Yorkshire life, Andy. Yeah. Lovely. I've got... Um, I haven't got a song yet, but I've got a bit of music. If okay. I play a little bit of the music for you, will you kind of suggest something the song could be about, maybe, for okay. next time? Here we go. 
It's got a bit of a wartime vibe. Mm. I would think it's about... Um, I think maybe you want to look into mushroom farming for that particular song. A song about mushroom farming. I'll attempt that for you for the next one. OK. We've got... Um, Mark Lawrenson's doing some commentary. Oh, lovely. But he's commentating on... Um, again, it's for the um, Panama Broadcasting Company, but he's, he's doing Wimbledon for them. So um, we'll have a little bit of that. Nice. See what's been going on. Not going to be any throw-ins, though, is there? I'm afraid there's not, no. Here we go. Good serve there. Long shot. It's looking like it's going to be a bit of a rally. No, it's not. My brother-in-law's buying a house. He's concerned that it's single-glazed. I said to him, what with climate change, I wouldn't worry too much about it. But I'm not an expert, though. Mm, hit the net there. And that's all we get from Mark for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should make them longer. I could listen for a long time, but there you go. If that's all you've got, that's what you've got. We'll go back over to it later on if you want. Some of the questions from the um, from the parsnippers that have come in. I think I think I think that this is a good selection this week, or maybe it's just the mood I'm in. I don't know. But anyway, I'll start off. Um, Claire says, "What is your favourite kind of monkey?" Um, I mean, I'm a bit scared of monkey. I worked with one once, and I absolutely shit myself mm. with the chimps. So I'm not that keen on the chimps. Right. What was that project on? Was that was that when you were a bin man? <laughs> no, it was um, Smell of Reeves and Mortimer. I, I had to, you know, we'd used clever tricks so that I, I was suddenly uh-huh. sat next to a chimp rather than, than Jim. And um, right. to be honest with you, I shit out of it, Andy. They're fearsomely <laughs> strong little fuckers. <laughs> the, um, I don't like baboons. I've seen baboons. They rip your face off, don't they? Yeah, I think they're all capable of ripping your face off and given the right circumstances. Even a little spider monkey or something? They, they could, I think, yeah, but they're, they're quiry. I Just my favourite kind is just a happy monkey. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, because, you know, it's great to be alive, isn't it? A calm... I mean, I presume you've spent hours and hours watching chimps attack people on YouTube, have you, Andy? Yeah, I know you've suggested one or two <laughs> things like that in the past. You know, I mean, maybe a sedated monkey's best for you. I'm I'm keen on their antics, but not on them, yeah. you know what I mean? Only on the television, not in real life. Right, fair enough. Sam Jennings asks, um, mm. what was the last time you had a jam tart? Well, I can't even remember. I can't even remember, um, mm. Sam. I can't remember either. Um, I, always, I can tell you this much. I always preferred the red ones to the um, dark purple or the yellow ones. I don't know if that helps in any way. I'd, uh, are, the, are, the, are the yellow ones, are they... Lemon flavour yeah. or are they lemon lemon curd? I think they're just a, a general lemon. There might be an orange one as well that's not too bad, but... I haven't had lemon curd for a long time. I wonder if it's still around. Yeah. I, I always have... A, I, I do have quite a bit of lemon curd, Andy. Do you? It's one of those things that hits me every, like, four times a year. I need to have lemon yeah. curd, you know. Time for lemon curd. Yeah, a bit like a, a bovril. That, that, do you think that could be today's episode title, Time for Lemon Curd? Yeah. Make time for lemon curd. Uh, Matthew Goodson says, "Who has the largest head, both in size and weight, Andrew or Robert?" 
Well, I know I know man's a biggie. I've seen I've, mm. in, down the um, uh, showbiz centre. People, yeah. what people are encouraged to do is take when you get casts taken of your head, they yeah. put them on a shelf and that. And I'm in third position. Really? Yeah, behind um, Jeremy Clarkson must be above you, is he? It isn't there, but the 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 biggest one at the moment is Eddie Izzard. Right. And then after that, I think it's might be Richard Osman. Not sure. Oh, that's a big old head. And uh, yeah. then it's me. I've got a big head, Andy. I, uh, and you? I, do you reckon you have? I, I'll, I'll bow to your superior knowledge, I think, probably you. OK. Well, that's um, a good answer, isn't it? Quite efficient. How, how many credits do you need at the showbiz centre to get your head done in a cast like that? Well, you... You don't get the cast done there, Andy. If you if you have one done on a set of a film, it either it's just thrown in the skip, right? You know, or you can take it, and a lot of people take it because it's a bit of fun. You know what I mean? I, I didn't get me head taken as a cast in the film that I was in recently. Well, you Is probably weren't doing prosthetics, were you? You're uglier fucking enough as you look as you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair enough. I, I'm I'm allowed to now announce what the film is. Do you want to know what the film is? I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. Go on, tell us. It's directed by uh, Ken Loach. Ooh, serious then. One of the greatest di- British directors of all time. I thought Ken it was going to be yeah, a cartoon or something. Yeah, or maybe your road safety advert or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Public service information. Stranger Danger with you was the stranger. That, that yeah, comes to mind. Yeah, that's what I assumed it would be when I got the email, but no, it was well, Ken Loach. Can you remember your line? Or lines, you know, can um, you remember one? Um, I'm not going to give too much away, so no, because also because there's a very strong chance it'll have been cut from the final edit. So I'm going to look stupid if I say the line and then it's not even in the film. But um, it's out next year. The film is called The Old Oak, which is the name of the pub that it's based in. And I play a character who is a little bit of a racist. Ooh. So <laughs> there you go. And I thought of you, first of all. That's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Min... Ingram asks, what flavour of crisps is the optimum for a crisp sandwich? I, I didn't put crisps in um, my sandwiches. I would imagine the best one's cheese and onion. Um, Andrew? Um, I would say probably salt and vinegar, I reckon. But maybe it's like McCoy's, you know, a hefty crisp. Is it something you do, Andy? No, no, I don't do crisp sandwiches. Yeah, we're not the right people to to ask, unfortunately. Last one for now. Matthias, I think it's pronounced like that, says, my brother-in-law's dickhead mate reckons he can spear flies out of the air with a sewing needle. Do you think it's possible or is he full of shit? I think he's um, filled himself with shite, hasn't he? um, Yeah. You know... Have you seen the grace and um, speed at which a fly can avoid that sort of thing? Completely. Your fly can just go at random random speeds and directions. Yeah. A big hand holding a needle ahead of it, it's missing it. The, um, nah, no chance. I use a spray and I do quite like spraying a fly, not spraying, spraying the area, actually pursuing the fly and trying to get it right <laughs> yeah. in the face. I Just do. to make sure you get the job done. Bang. Yeah. I do enjoy that. Mm. Um, do you want me to do something called the British Managers Lunch Club, Andy? Yeah, yeah, we'll have that, yeah. So, once again, 
big thanks to uh, the folk at Infinity Rocket Plastics. They've uploaded an MP3 mm. for me of the latest summer general meeting of the British Managers Lunch Club, which okay. was held in a private dining room at the El Shabri Hotel in Dubai. Wow. So um starts off, the, the tape starts off with Big Sam, Big Sam Allardyce. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our summer soiree. I've taping, taken the liberty of ordering gold-plated beef burgers served with al-Brahimi frites. Steve McLaren interrupts. Oh, sorry, I'm so sorry, Sam. What's al-Brahimi? <laughs> Ostrich nostrils. Now, I'm pleased to announce that largely <laughs> due to the efforts of Mr. Steve Bruce... Our annual accounts are showing a profit of 14 million quid. Not bad for a bunch of has-been dinosaurs. I think you will all agree. And they all chant, money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. And lick their lunch club badges. So, Steve, Steve McLaren, I hear you've got some good news to bring us. Yes, I have, boss. Sorry, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat. Myself and Casper have taken up the post of head coach at the Manchester United. Wow, very nice. And what's your plan? What's your actual approach going to be? (laughs) He's in a good mood, Sam. Well, first thing's the carpeting in the admin offices. I'm going to have it replaced with a twirl pattern wool worsted with extra deep pile. I'm going to install fun and laughter chocolate bar vending machines throughout the concourses. And I'm going to have candy floss rainbows fixed onto the ceiling of the dressing rooms. Is um, Casper getting paid? Because, you know, obviously we'll want to cut if he is. No, don't be daft. Casper hates money. He prefers to be paid in precious love and chocolate bubbles because he's a cup of kindness and cream. (laughs) That's all very nice, Steve, but come on, what's your exploitation strategy? (laughs) I'm going to insist that all forwards and midfielders play out of position. They've been doing that for years. Yes, but Casper's going to put a charm on Ronaldo that makes his neck swell up so he can't head the ball. And we have a special plan for Fernandez, Bruno. We're going to fix him up with the fat lass. Oh, Bruno Fernandez, cops off with the fat lass. Can't make it to training. Finds the nights too draining. Oh, yeah, all right, but what? <laughs> What's your exit strategy? Well, I'm hoping to be bottom five by Christmas and with a bit of luck, panic sets in and they call on you, Big Sam. You sack me. Should grab, grab us a quick eight mil. I'm on a five year Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. What about you, Steve Bruce? You are on a roll at the moment. I, I'm, I'm just going to do a straightforward destroy and exit, you know. Spend the parachute payment on some old shite. Complain I'm not being backed and blame the commitment of the squad, you know. I need to be out by January, like, because that's when I launch my new eBay shop, selling electric bikes and rowing equipment to India. Interesting. I've had a chat with Sean Dice and he fancies the job at West Brom. Maybe we can cause a deal with him. 
and take a slice off his top line. <laughs> Goodness me. Sorry, Andy. Sorry to interrupt, guys, but, you know, with, with, with the West Brom job, I should be available. I'd like a shot with them because they've got a stripey kit. I've never managed a stripey club and Casper loves stripes. Listen, let, let's just see how things develop, should we, Steve? Now, Mark, Mark, Mark Hughes, how's it going at Bradford? <laughs> Speak up a bit, Matt, Mark. Can <laughs> well, I'm not really bothered about the football, really. I'm just there for easy access, you know, to the textile industry. And I'm developing a new range of woolen cat suits, you know, for the fellas, and I think they're going to be huge. So they'd have to be huge if they're going to fit me. <laughs> All fatty, 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 and they all pat their beer bellies. <laughs> I am hoping to be top three, you know, by Christmas. Then fuck off to an underperforming championship team, probably Burnley or West Brom. <laughs> Hold on, I'm after that job. <laughs> well, we can both. Well, we can both go. Then it's doubly bubble, isn't it? Nice plan. What about you, Neil Warnock? Have you got a final sting left in your tail? <laughs> I'm not sure, really, Sam. You know, I'm daft as Apeth, really. Apart from when it comes to cash, you know. I might do a quick hope then choke towards the end of um, next season, really. Maybe at Bristol City. I've always fancied taking them down, really. It all sounds very cash-rich and bad for the beautiful game. Oh, look, <laughs> here come the gold-plated burgers... Tuck in. <laughs> money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. I was just going to say that I think um, I think Newcastle fans will be curious to hear Steve McLaren say he's never managed a stripey team before. Yeah, he obviously didn't smash them. He's blocked it out. Uh We'll go back over to Laurel, a bit more tennis. Oh, great. I like that. For Mark Lawrenson. Let's see what's going on over there, then. It's ready to serve now, I think. Here it comes. There it is. Oh, that's rather fast. Uh, yeah, I think he's won the game there. Uh, you know what I hate? I hate it when I'm selling at a car boot sale and it's an electrical item you're trying to sell. Someone asks you if it works. Of course it fucking works. Please take your seat. Even if it didn't, I wouldn't tell you. Thank you. God. Uh, I think they're having a rest now. They both sat down. That's all we've got from him. Okay. Well, it's always nice to hear from him. It's a very exciting commentary. Yeah. I, I don't feel as though he's quite up to speed with the game. No, it doesn't sound like it, does it? Um, what's behind the door? Yes or no? Yes, yes or, or no? What's behind the door? I don't know. I don't fucking know! Imagine a door in front of you, Bob. <laughs> yep. Now then, I want you to think about what's behind that door. I'm going to give you three things that are behind that door. you got to tell me, quite simply, would you go through the door and have a closer look at the things? Here we go. First thing. It's a scale model of the Swiss Alps that's just the right size for you to clamber about on safely. No, thank you, Andy. <gasps> really? I've been to model villages and that. It doesn't. It's, it gives me. Um, it, it depresses me. No, thank you. Wow. Second thing, 
The 2022 World Cup final. Is on in the room. It's on in the room now. now. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, maybe no. I knew you would. No, it's a spoiler, isn't it? I'll take, it's well, just... that's the thing, though. No, I'm that's not doing thing. it. I'm not doing it. Right. Okay. Went a bit Doctor Who there for a minute, didn't we? <laughs> Uh, finally, have you ever been asked to be in Doctor Who? No, never. That's weird. Uh, do you the know, kind of sort of B-lister I think they'd get on. I'm a bit of a terror for slagging it off. I might, the oh, word might have got right. round. Probably, the showbiz centre. Number three, it's Akabilk. Uh, he's got a feature-length topic bar in his mouth and he's offering it to you to eat from the other end so that you meet in the middle, but he says he definitely won't kiss you. He is, of course, shit-faced. Whoa, do you know what? Andy, I wasn't going to go in there till you said he's shit-faced. Yes, please. I'll go and meet shit-faced Acker <laughs> any time of the day. Good, I, good. I, I uh, recorded his um, his radio show, you know, where he goes and looks at the uh, celebrities' houses. Yeah. Um, I'll just play it, shall I? Starts with the theme tune, obviously. Yeah, go on then. Ma, 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 Martin. Martin. Ma, 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 Martin. Mama Tin, 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 Hello everyone and welcome along to the show. I'm standing on the gravel driveway of a Victorian semi-detached house in Hertfordshire and about to enter via the garage door, which is a little bit unusual, but I think I like it, I like it, I do, yes I like it, so here we go. <laughs> And there he is, none other than ex-Crystal Palace, Watford, and England project leader, Mr Roy Hodgson. Hello, Roy, and da, 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 boom, da, boom, <laughs> and da, da, da. Hiya, Roy. Good day to you. Thank you for visiting my humble abode. I am delighted to welcome you today. So, I'm told that I'm only allowed to see the garage. Why is that, Roy? Why is uh, that restriction being put on me, Mr Martin, from Holmes Under the Hammer? Well, it's very simple. I spend most of my time in here now. Uh, my wife is the run of the rest of the house. Uh, friend Christine has been staying with us for a significant period of time and I don't like to disturb them when they're busy doing their needlework and word games and such forth. I see thunder after the rain. Roy, I really do. Now, you've got a large table here covered in what looks like hundreds of little kiddie figurines. I like them, I really do. But to be honest, I'm not sure why. Are you running some kind of eBay toy shop? And what are we going to do about Maria? <laughs> eBay toy shop? Kiddies figurines, what do you mean? This is the nerve centre of my Warhammer operation. So, you what? Warhammer. Wabba. No, Warhammer. Mama. Warhammer. Oh, what ebbs. I suppose you'd better try and explain it to me because it looks like a fiddly old load of Tom Tittery. Tom Tittery? It's a tabletop miniature war game. You fucking freak. Although the gameplay is mostly based on medieval warfare, it incorporates fantasy elements such as wizards, dragons and magical spells. 
Well, I must say it looks very complicated, like, you know, a complicated knot or wiring loom. Now, tell me, what are those bunk beds for in the corner? Well, the top bunk is mine, and the bottom bunk is for any of my former players who want to come over for a while have a sleepover. Really? And do any of them actually come to stay? Uh, well, Christian Benteke was supposed to come last Saturday, but he changed his mind because uh, Glastonbury was on the telly. Is that it? Oh, uh, well, Jeffrey Schlupp reckons he's coming over for two nights in the summer, but it depends on his holidays. Jeffrey Schlupp, what an unusual name for a man. But I do like it. I do like it. You try to take a piss, mate? Look... I thought I was coming to look at a unique home, but this is just some kind of massive kennel for an overgrown child to play with his joys. You what? Well, look at it. It hasn't even got a toilet. Your bloody mouth's a toilet. Go on, get out of my garage. I don't even want to be in your garage. Oh, good, because you're stinking the place right up with your rotten dog breath. You can't even smell my breath because the stink of your own sweaty tits is so overpowering. Tits? You look like a set of tits has been kicked down the hill. Well, your hairstyle looks like a 17th century Leicester. Your hairstyle looks like a dead squig. Squig? Quick, what's a squig when it's at home? It's a Warhammer thing. It exists in the Orc ecosystem. Did your mum smoke before you were born? Is that why you're so stunted? You what? I'm tall. You, you just think you're tall because you're standing next to your wanky little space dolls. Oh, get out of my garage. Don't worry, I am getting out of your fucking garage. It stinks of owl shit. Oh, that's where the episode ended. <laughs> Little argument between them there, Andy. Oh, got a bit heated there, didn't it? Did yeah, a bit heated, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, Jeff, Jeffrey Schlupp is a very interesting name, I've got to say that, though. Schlupp. It is an interesting Schlupp. name. Andy, I've got to go. How does that okay. feel? Okay, yeah, no problem. We've done enough, haven't we? So, I think um, we have. Uh, thank you once again, everyone, for listening. Um, I'm sorry about the Run Flats conversation. Yeah, I'm going to leave it in. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. We've learned about lemon curd, and that's the main thing. So thank you that's very much. That's the main and, thing. Uh, goodbye, everyone. See ya. Mm-hmm.